You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start your engine. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, motorsports insider, Kurt Hansen. Ah, about 4.04 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the show, Graham. It is a fast Friday. It is Race Central's to drive. I'm the insider, Kurt Hansen. Uh, blowing up your radio or your iPod or your whatever the heck. However, however you consume us, uh, God bless you. Uh, we appreciate very much that you do do. But the second hour of power now coming at you. Great to catch up with Matt Hagan. Uh, he and his lovely teammate, uh, Leah Pruitt, will be here in a couple of weeks. And uh, I was trying to kind of dance around that a little lightly. But I told Leah, she was really struggling last year. And at media day, I said, I said, you're uh, I just I got a feeling. And and I told Tommy Johnson that a few years ago, and he won that weekend. Uh, I told Matt that two years ago, he won that weekend. Let's see what happens. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, you know, I can Im- I can only imagine what Tony you know could be like to drive for. Um, and I think you heard Matt say it. He gave us a little little tip. I was gonna follow up as we call it in our industry but he gave us a tip about tony in that segment that uh, i will address here in a few minutes i i wish i had something to give away maybe for a list i'm gonna i'm gonna let that marinate a little bit but uh yeah i i you know because tony has done it and it brings a completely different perspective and it's like in 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 my industry I mean, it's one of the reasons networks hire, you know, top flight guys that have that have played because they have a perspective and an insight that is hard to uh, potentially get a great, you know, wrap your head around. You know, there's the old saying goes, "Those who can't teach." Mm, there might be some accuracy with that. Oh, what this? those who can't teach. Those who teach can't gym. Oh! What movie is that from? Texas. Okay. Okay. Well, what, how are they going to text us? Well, call us. Yeah, 303-844-3776. What are we going to give them? we got to get, you know, a, a mm, case of that green crap. Maybe uh, maybe we'll try and get him a ticket there to the last show at Vandermeer. Yeah, I could probably pull that off. Um, uh, yeah, those who can't teach, teach Jim. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, at 303-844-3776, Sydney is going to come up with something from the Race Central uh, Bonneville uh, uh, Prize Locker. I could probably, I could probably arrange for some tickets. I mean, with my juice, NHRA likes us. We, uh, you know, we, we, we actually, and I've been told this directly from people in NHRA, probably do more coverage uh, than any other outlet between a race central TV and our radio program. We're the the only show uh, that I know of that gets all those really cool Fox hi- highlights all prepackaged and and set to air. We put it in race central and call it Nitro Nuggets. And I know the NHRA loves that. 
especially with our distribution and consumption numbers. Uh, which, by the way, if you would like to be a part of all the fun stuff that we do, if you go to racecentralmedia.com and sign up for the newsletter, that's how you find out first and foremost about all of our events and all the cool stuff that we do. We've got a lot on the docket uh, for the end of the year. I can't believe I'm even saying that. And then, of course, uh, our wildly popular Daytona 500 party 2024 will have uh, information to be consumed uh, shortly about that deal. But uh, we got a little 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 race to take care of Atlanta uh, this weekend for our, our favorite turn left series. Uh, I do have a story, though, that, you know, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But Atlanta is the, is the fastest track that the NASCAR races on. And, uh, you know, Chase Elliott's had a, an interesting year. Uh, you know, he, uh, awesome Bill from Dawsonville, his dad, Dawsonville, Georgia. So Chase considers this to be his home track. And, and I get that, uh, if nothing else, in proximity. And he's kind of battling back into it. Interesting enough, though, um, Martin Truex is not a big favorite this weekend. Uh, you know, he's 25 to 1, which is the clock going faster than normal today? <laughs> okay. My God. Um There's something I wanted to to talk about in regards to NASCAR that mm, I'll get to that story next next segment. It's a good one. Uh, Ferrari uh, is closing the gap in free practice to to the Red Bulls, but currently uh, Maxi Axe and his teammate, uh, they were by far and away the fastest in free practice one. Uh, the Ferraris have jumped a little bit closer, but the uh, the, the, the do-si-do of, <laughs> man, you got to break up Red Bull. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that uh, Sebastian Vettel won you know, a bunch of championships in a row in a Red Bull car that was unbeatable. And then, of course, uh, McLaren has had their, not McLaren, check that, Mercedes has had their run. I don't know. I just don't see, unless something really interesting happens, I can't, uh, I just can't see it this weekend at Silverstone. One of the truly, if, if in golf, the Masters is kind of, well, it's the signature deal. And Silverstone, with the history they have there, but so many of the tracks in Formula One do have so much history. But certainly the British Grand Prix at Silverstone, they get hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people coming out for that race at Silverstone. It's uh, it is definitely the real deal. But uh, I'll get to my NASCAR story next segment. We'll also talk to Lee Spencer. I do we do we talk to Lee right now? We do talk to Lee. God. I swear to God, this clock is going faster than uh, the normal, uh, or maybe it's just my again my advanced age. But it is Race Central on the radio. Uh, brought to you in part by our good friends of North Star Liquor Superstore. It's NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com on the web. So many specials. I can't get to them all. The wine tastings, the cigars, the confection foods. I mean, as I can say, drive a little, save a lot. Uh, beautiful 30,000 uh, square foot plus facility right there in Johnstown, right off, the, right off the freeway. Good stuff. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. 
Lee Spencer, uh, Racing Boys, we're talking NASCAR. Keep it locked right here. We're back after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Uh, 16 minutes after the hour, it is. Well, it's the blowtorch from motorsports. Uh, what we do every Friday, it's uh, The Drive from 3 to 5. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. To be oh, honored to be with you this Friday as we meander our way up on uh, the last show here at Vandermeer Speedway, the uh, the Mile High Nationals. Uh, we Great conversation with Matt Hagen. But, of course, we talk a lot on NASCAR, and we, we go to the experts. We dial up our good friend Lee Spencer. Uh, Lee, where are you in, in the world t- today? Um, I'm actually in Charlotte getting ready to leave for Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. A little little turn left race going on this weekend. But you, I see your pictures. You're golfing in, you know, Alaska or, you know, gallivanting with the stars. Uh, you know, it's good to be Lee Spencer. It is. It's good to keep busy. But, um, <laughs> you know, we, it took me a while to recover after Chicago because uh, it just took me a while to dry out, first of all. But, um, just the excitement from that race was enough to keep me going all week. I kind of liken it, uh, and you're still doing the racing boy deal, aren't you? No, I, I'm doing catch fence. Oh, what's that all about? Promote yourself. What's what are we doing? Well, I I know you know Chris Knight, but uh, racing boys after you know they lost the rights to the Chili Bowl. Um, really, you know, very simply, they couldn't afford me anymore, and so. Um, I moved on with a company that has been around for 20 years and absolutely loves NASCAR. Um, that doesn't mean that you won't see me at the dirt track from time to time, like next week in Eldora. But um, I'm, you know, I'm getting around and, and doing the NASCAR thing, still doing the dirt thing, you know, IndyCar, whatever comes my way. But um, just, you know, opened up for opportunities and get to work with my friend Chris Knight. So it's, it's a big deal. Good for you. Yeah. Cause when I pulled up the site earlier, I'm like, huh, I don't see the, I don't see the Lee Spencer thing on there. So I, I just thought I would give you a chance to kind of promote what you're doing, but that, cause you are you're certainly one of the best out there. Um, Thank you. I, well, I tell you that all the time. You really are. I mean, it's, it's, well, I, mean, and I still get to do a lot of serious too, which is fun. Yes. Yeah, you've always got like three mics in your hand and a recorder and a pen. And a pen. I mean, you're just kind of like you're the bon vivant uh, lady about town. Um, but uh, congratulations. Good for you. Uh, I loved Chicago. Your thoughts, Lee Spencer? Oh, it was just amazing. The buzz throughout the city. Um, you know, it, it was cool getting up Saturday morning and just walking down Michigan Avenue in the middle of the day with no traffic. I mean, that was pretty cool. We were staying right on Michigan Avenue, so it was really convenient. And um, I didn't want to get up for the 7 o'clock track walk, but um, I was up. It just looked like it was going to rain, and so I just kind of waited and did my own little track walk. We had had a tour on Friday. Um, But just, you know, the vistas from all around that track and all these iconic um, just – you know, buildings and such. Um, you, I mean, you, you've been to Chicago. You know the architecture along mm-hmm. Michigan Avenue. It's it's absolutely stunning. And it's like everywhere you turn, you know, especially twisting and turning through Grant Park, which is so cool. Um, you, it just gave you a really unique perspective of the city. And then you put an event in like no other. I mean, granted, they the the weather kept them from 
having the uh, entertainment from a musical standpoint that they had planned, and, and that would have just, you know, blown it out of the park, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but despite that, the fact that they got in both races, uh, that was miraculous in itself. And the racing was just so badass. And then you have an international driver win his first race mm-hmm. on the inaugural yeah. event. So um, win-win all across the board for NASCAR, I thought. I And I couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, you were there. It because uh, sometimes when they do the street race, like Denver, the old circuit downtown, a lot of uh, business owners and stuff complain and blah blah blah. You know, that's one of the tricks of, of, with a street race. But um, I, I mean, did 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 the vibe not just from the fans because they certainly got into it, but the the vibe that you felt from from business owners and the city itself and just kind of the organic vibe. Uh, do you think they go back again? Oh, I absolutely believe that they'll go back again. I mean, you know, there are a few um, business owners that had to shut stuff down for, um, you know, for a couple of days, you know, and it, but that was their choice, right? Um, you know, they were certainly running on Michigan Avenue. You can't get to certain businesses, but I've always thought Chicago is a walking town. Um, at least that's how I, you know, feel. Um, yeah, if I'm downtown and I'm going up to Wrigley, I'll take the L, but, you know, just, to, to walk around the river and, um, you know, walk down to Navy Pier and walk to the Art Institute and, and the Shed Aquarium. I mean, it, it, there's just so much there to do. Um, I think it's it's much better experienced by walking. And um, the, the fans just seem to be over the moon and ecstatic. And I have yet to see a fan with a bad review. And, and to me, that's kind of like, you know, that's, that's the standard for what we're looking to get out of it. You know, win by the fans. NBC has its highest ratings in six years for a NASCAR race. Um, when you take all that into consideration, how can you not call it a success? I agree. I mean, so do you think, because it takes a long time. And Julie Geist and, and her team did a fantastic job. Um, she's got to you know, give her big, big kudos. But do you think, because it takes years to get a street race kind of under underway or working. So do you think we, they go back to Chicago next year and then maybe 2025 there might be another a city that could come online? And if so, what, where do you think that could be? I think we end up in Montreal or Quebec oh. or somewhere along those lines. And, I mean, I wouldn't discount, you know, going to, to Vancouver. But if they want to do, you know, a street course and make it an international event, I mean, you know, clearly Canada's the the ticket. But, I mean, I've always, you know, I'd really like to get to your state. I think your state is, is lacking some NASCAR love. And I would not be opposed to seeing that as well. You know, so we, uh, Sid, the kid, and I were doing our video podcast this morning. Sydney asked me that, and I just, I, you know, it. Uh, we used to have so much, and the, the Denver Grand Prix in, in its last uh, iteration with Champ Car was really becoming popular. I mean, the drivers loved it, the teams loved it. It was a great layout. Um, you know, it just it was really it was getting to be very, very, very cool. And then, you know, of course, all the things that happened happened, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're politically or economically positioned uh, for a cup race through the streets of Denver, but man, uh, it uh, <laughs> that'd be pr- pretty damn cool. I'd I'd be all all in on that. Um, yeah, don't don't get me going. Uh, what what do you think is the best? I mean, Shane Van Ginsburg, and yeah, I'm a big Aussie V8 Supercar fan. Actually, Race Central TV carried uh, the Supas for two years. We were the U.S. broadcast partner. Um, and I, I said the podcast this morning that I don't know if Shane wins 
in Chicago if if we had the, the car previous to the next gen car. But a next gen car and a and an Aussie made supercar are probably a whole lot more similar than what we had a couple of years ago. But um, he knows because in the scoopers you got so much horsepower and torque and you you can't burn the tires off it. And he saved his tires and he basically just kind of set sail uh, the thing was winding down. Popular win. Um, wow. I mean, yeah, it's it's the kind of stuff that uh, that uh, Hollywood loves. Oh, absolutely. And it, as you said, you know, the NASCAR looked at the Super B8s and really patterned this car after it. And so it was right in his wheelhouse. I mean, it was just ideal for him to come in and do what he did. So from that standpoint, I think it's great. From that standpoint, I think it's going to attract other, other international drivers. I mean, we've already seen it, Jensen Button being in the in that, the field that day and, and previously. Kimi Raikkonen coming in. I really think the sky's the limit as to, you know, who we might attract next. I mean, um, you see Marco Andretti this week, and he's driving a truck, right? I mean, he's making his truck tra- debut at Mid-Ohio. So, with this new car, and even though the you know the trucks are nothing like the cup cars, um, I think that it just kind of opens the door to get more people in and get more eyeballs on the sport. Um, people are saying, oh, you know, you guys threw your inaugural race and a foreigner comes in and wins. Screw that. We had international eyeballs. We got attention worldwide on this. And as you know, because you're a dirt fan too, you go to Knoxville Nationals, you go to Eldora, <laughs> you go to any of these tracks during the summer – and it's not unusual to hear an Aussie voice or a Kiwi voice, you know, you're in the background and you're like, what the hell are you doing here? Well, it's winter there. Right. And so they want to come and get great racing during the winter. We go over there. I mean, I've been to, to, you know, Western Springs and where, you know, basically um, Shane grew up, you know, he, he started his career early on running there. He ran a sprint car there last year for the first time and won. So, um, you know the back and forth exchange there. So, you know, you bring in somebody like Shane or, you know, maybe Scotty McLaughlin down the road, right? Mm. I mean, I think the sky's the limit for who we might attract to the NASCAR ranks. Uh, so we got about a minute left, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch on you. I'm going to go to the dirt because we love talking dirt with, with uh, Lee Spencer. Uh, you know, Brad Sweet, three in a row last year, uh, completed every lap in, in, in the season of 2022. Uh, towards the end of the season, you know, Gravel gave a hell of a run. Carson Macedo, maybe the fastest car all year, but too many DNFs. Um, if I look at it now, the big cat back up on top, Gravel right behind him, Carson right behind him, and he had a big one a couple of weeks ago. But maybe the – and it's good to see Johnny Schatz right in the thick because he came on at the end of the year, but good to see him there. But Logan Schuhart, I mean, this is – Man, oh, man, this is uh, uh, the, the Pennsylvania Posse 2.0 with Logan right in the mix of it. Well, you forgot Rico Aber. Rico shows up and he just wins. I think, what, he's had three <laughs> three outlaw wins this year? I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Tony Stewart's putting up $2 million for next week's race. He's got 80 entrants. Um, it's going to be a hell of a deal in Eldor. I mean, you know, something probably unlike anything we've ever seen, the richest race on dirt. I mean, I, the, I think the only other race that pays more is the Indianapolis 500. So um, I would say to your fans, if you've never been to Eldor, you need to go just once. Um, and if you don't get lost in a cornfield like we did one time, um, you know, you'll probably survive. If you can't get to Ohio to see it in live, watch it on Dirt Vision, watch it on Flow, it's going to be large. 
Uh, Lisa, where do we follow you now? Tell us, give us all the deets so we can keep up with you. And, uh, boy, I'd, I'd love to run into you again at a, at a, at a, at a World of Outlaw show, but we'll, that's a conversation for another time. But how do we find you now? How do we consume you? How do we support you? Uh, at Candace Spencer um, at, on Twitter. I still haven't set up my thread. I'll probably do that on the way down to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> and um, at CatSpence, C-A-T-C-H-F-E-N-C-E dot com. Good stuff. Uh, travel well. Have a good time. Uh, you know, say hi to Atlanta, and hopefully, uh, and I'll see you in Phoenix. But uh, hopefully, I'll see you before then. But if not, uh, we'll tip one down in Phoenix. Lee, great to catch up. Thanks for making time for us, and uh, be well. We'll see you real soon. Take care, my friend. All right, there she goes, Candace Spencer, right there, Lee Spencer, if on a first name basis. Uh, certainly, if not. Uh, uh, one of the best out there. Let's just let's just put it right there. Uh, it is Race Central, the radio. Oh my God! It's a half hour, a half hour to go in the second hour. Power. We'll get to more NASCAR stuff. I got some more good stories for you. So keep it locked right here, and uh, RaceCentralMedia.com. We'll be back after this. That's all. You know, the big initiative now, too, and, uh, you know, women in motorsports, uh, the theme and, and there's so much going on that uh, I thought it'd be an appropriate song. But actually, and Danica Patrick's in that video. It's uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, yeah. So uh, Catch Fence, I just checked out their website. Pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah. Lee is Lee is very, very good at what she does. And uh, go to catchfence.com. Her, her byline there is caught in the catfish. Catch fence, easy for me to say, uh, with Lee Spencer, which is which is pretty cool. She uh, definitely uh, knows uh, her stuff. And uh, between you and me, the fence post or the catch fence, uh-huh. um, uh, she was she was the the shiny person over there racing boys. And uh, yeah, it uh, you know she needs to keep keep an, an honor and take very good care of that brand because uh, it's that's uh, who she is. I mean, she was NASCAR.com lead writer for a long time. Those are stuff. And she knows, I mean, she knows IndyCar. She knows uh, dirt race. I met her at the Chili Bowl uh, years ago, and uh, we became good friends. And, and uh, it's always uh, fun to catch up. She's hard to track down. I mean, she's Kurt, whenever I got a spare moment, you know, if, if uh, you want me on, I'll try to find a way to make time, which is, which is pretty special. It makes us feel very good about, about what we do. And the respect that uh, this radio show and, and our company and and uh, this old dog uh, has gained around the world of motorsports, whether it's IndyCar, NASCAR, uh, you know, World of Outlaws, you know, sports car racing with IMSA, it's uh, it's pretty cool to get to do what we do. I'm I'm very uh, I feel very honored and very honored to have great followers like you know you folks out there that listen to us on the radio and watch us on TV and uh, sign up for the newsletter and consume us on our website. 
it uh, it's it's an awful lot of fun. Uh, I wish it really seems like today is just going blowing by because I wanted to ask Lee about uh, favorites for uh, Atlanta this weekend, and uh, you know it's man, it it's it's interesting to see um, you know Martin Truex who has been running very strong as of late, not really be in the picture for Atlanta this weekend. He's 25 to 1, which I find interesting. Um, You know, the the favorite, you know, he may not be your favorite. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, mm -hmm. I I believe if I uh, remember correctly, so I was trying to get all this stuff in, uh, for this uh, jam-packed here radio show. Uh, but I believe Kyle Busch was uh, the favorite for this this weekend in Atlanta because Kyle is what Kyle is. But if you look at the standings uh, right now, as I said, uh, William Byron is... Uh, what the heck is going? I think the ghosts are back. I believe the ghosts are back. But uh, William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain. Ross ain't going away. And they, 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 and I should have asked Lee this too. Has Ross mellowed a little bit? Is he? I think I don't. You know, it's hard to change the spots on a leopard. But. Um, Mm. I think that um, I think he's just kind of taken a little bit of a timeout. Not wanting to ruffle, you know, too many feathers at this point, which I think is a, is a smart move because I don't know. You, you know, you, well, I do know that's I'm just I'm kind of. Uh, processing a lot in my brain right now. People start ganging up on people they don't like towards the end of the season. And he finished second last year by one point. I mean, holy cow. That is a lot when you process it. Um, Maybe take a little softer, gentler approach until we get into uh, the chase. And then... You know, do what you got to do because all bets are off when it gets to that point. But it, um, it's just it's interesting. I, I, I really liked Lee's insight because she was right in the middle of it to hear that the the people in Chicago, the fans that were there, uh, the general vibe was just so incredibly strong. Uh, and I liked her thought. I would love to see a street race come to Denver, but I think we're probably. You know, we're probably more, I don't know, I think more maybe more sports car, maybe an IMSA race through the streets, uh, like a Miami Grand Prix, but here in the Mile High. Maybe IndyCar coming back, I, I don't know. Uh, now that Roger Penske owns it, I mean, De- Denver is geographically a great spot. It's a destination of city. It's easy to get to. It, uh, I mean, it, it puts on good racing. Every time they've had a racer, the race has been great. So I, I don't know. I, I, I had a conversation with some folks a couple of years ago because I thought, I thought Trans Am maybe with uh, Vintage Weekend might be a great fit 
for the streets of Denver. And I, you know, Tony Perella could could make that happen. But a Trans Am race, and then maybe like, uh, you know, the, you know, super high level, uh, historic slash vintage car race is a support. Trans Am through the streets of Denver would be way cool. If you haven't heard, you know, eight nine hundred horsepower Trans Am cars echoing off the high rises like they used to back in the day in uh, Long Beach, pretty cool stuff. But I just, I just don't know politically or economically, and I've said this many times that we're that we're, we're positioned properly. But I don't know. But uh, I, I want to get another opinion, and of course, uh, oh my goodness. That clock, I'm, it must be moved. You sped the clock up, Sydney Cora. And by the way, Sid the Kid did say that the video cast is up now on YouTube. Race Central Unplugged, find our channel. Always a good, uh, a good view and a good listen. And we're going to start having uh, live guests on the podcast here soon. We've talked about it, and I think uh, Lee Spencer might be a great one to kick off. Also, our good friend, Lawless Allen, who's doing the truck thing with Nice Motorsports that uh, – that Marco Andretti is going to be uh, racing this weekend with. So, I don't know, lots of good stuff to come. Visit us on the web at racecentralmedia.com. And uh, drive a little, save a ton. Uh, North Star Liquor Superstore right there in Johnstown, over 30,000 square feet of all the stuff that you want. And on the web at NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. My God. We're going to go last call, uh, not for alcohol, but for what we do every Friday, 3 to 5, The Drive. I will get to some of these stories here that I've unpacked and yet to get to, plus some audio, too. Keep it locked right here. It is Race Central on the radio and racecentralmedia.com. Coming up on 45 after the hour, what we do every Friday, it's uh, Race Central. It's The Drive from 3 to 5. Great show today. Good to uh, talk to Lee Spencer. And, of course, our good friend Matt Hagen. Matt and Leon, all the straight liners will be here in a couple weeks as uh, we go last call at uh, Bandimer Speedway. So it should be an interesting weekend. A lot of good, good, a lot of good racing on TV this weekend. You got Formula One, as it is, the Max Verstappen show. Uh, of course, NASCAR in Atlanta. Uh, IndyCar is off. Uh, I believe. Uh, I think IMSA is running this weekend. The trucks are running this weekend. I don't have the TV schedule in front of me, um, but a lot of good stuff to watch. And I'm glad to hear Lee talk about. Uh, the success she felt in her heart from being in Chicago and kind of her feelings on how the the city accepted it. And if you'd like to make a comment uh, about, you know, NASCAR through the streets of Denver, what do you think? Bring back IndyCar? Maybe a Trans Am uh, IMSA weekend, something like that? I don't know. Uh, You know, post your... uh, Comments on my Facebook, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, or uh, tweet at us and with us at Race Central on Twitter. So let's uh, let's go to the, the fellows at Fox and uh, 
get their thoughts on the Grand Park 220 in Chicago from just a weekend ago. And thank you, Fox Sports. Very calm, southern drawl, just taking us around the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a guy from Georgia is going to tell you Walk all about the Chicago street course. Was it about what you expected, though? Uh, I'm still sweating. That, 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 that was a lot <laughs> was of work it? for one lap, but I saw Trevor in there trying to better my lap time. We don't you? know what your lap time was. You so, wouldn't share that, so you know, we don't know if it was better. I, I showed Trevor the line. Now he's trying okay. to go make Have a faster lap. I, I watched his video last night, and I was like, i got to go try this out. But, yeah, I spent some time on there uh, working with some of the Xfinity drivers when they were okay. prepping for this and um, you know it's tough when you get out there with other race cars you lose all of your visuals you don't know what's going on what's coming up I mean you have memory of which way you're turning Mm -hmm. but with those jersey barriers being set so close to the surface it's not like oh no I turned in too early I got a little bit too much curb it's oh no I'm in the fence so you've (laughs) got to really pay attention you got to peek out a little bit try to find some visuals in front of the car in front of you and you just it's tough it's harder than any racetrack I've ever been to in that aspect yeah it's definitely challenging by yourself I can't imagine you know having 30 some and race cars all around and you think about a couple of the straightaways they're over 2,000 feet in length and, and that's similar to what we have at some of the mile and a half racetracks so you're going to get up to pretty fast speeds Caitlin but extremely hard braking uh, 90 degree corners especially turns four and turn six those will be important corners for passing because if you can get a run and you can pull out a line like Trevor says and you can try to outbreak that person that that's going to be an opportunity for passing but you don't have any run <laughs> Know. What's going to happen, Trevor, when, when you carry a little too much speed and you realize, oh, my gosh, I can't turn? Yeah, I mean, there's no escape. Normally at these kind of tracks, when you have a 90-degree corner, you at least have the option of, okay, this is going to kill my running position in my lap, but I'm not going to kill the race car. I'm going to run off a little bit, slow down, come back on. With this track, there's none of that. So I think we need to see what we hope we see is a little more give and take. If somebody gets that position, I don't think you'll see the car on the outside maybe challenge them right. as much as they would at a normal track if they're smart, if they want to right. keep their race car in one piece. Well, well, I hope some of these drivers aren't that smart. <laughs> that, that'll make <laughs> it more fun. It yeah. it more yeah. exciting. But you know what? I'm also hearing how important practice will be for all yeah. of these teams to really get a feel for this new challenge yeah uh and you know listening to that in retrospect i gave the drivers huge kudos and the xfinity guys too i mean they really they 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 took their time and as we say in racing you know if, if you're always catching the car like every corner whoa, whoa, uh, you're overdriving the car and you're you're, you're going to tear it up and, and probably end your day let the car come to you when you're going really fast, it actually plays out really slow. So, and I give all the drivers huge credit for that. And uh, Shane Van Ginsbergen, you know, he knows that from Aussie V8 Supercars because they, they beat and bang. It's it's some of the great racing, greatest racing you could ever see. Uh, matter of fact, I think, you know, based on that, I'm going to throw some Aussie V8 Supercar highlights in the next uh, edition of Race Central TV, which will be, uh, we'll get, be getting on the air here pretty quick. So, uh, I think I'm going to do that. A little Aussie V8 supercars, maybe a little bit more World Outlaws. Uh, I'm just feeling that in my bones. But, um, yeah, uh, Shane, save the tires, save the brakes. And that was a great point that the Fox guys made because if you run out of brakes and a tire, you're done, especially in a place like that because there's nowhere to go. It's the concrete walls, and they don't move much when you hit them. Trust me when I can tell you that. So, and William Byron had a tough day. I've I, I become a fan of his. We interviewed him at Phoenix last year. Uh, we we're talking about skiing and the Rockies and stuff for the offseason and all that good stuff. He's just a guy I've really started to, to kind of root for. Uh, but uh, William had a tough go, and 
He's going to talk to us about it right here on the radio and right now. I mean, you're going to have so many good cars in the back. Yeah. What's going to be the dynamic, you think? With well, And how does that change with just so many of you back there? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have some friends back there <laughs> to, to be able to work the, the traffic. But, yeah, I think that, honestly, we'll uh, – our car wasn't the same, you know, the camera was two degrees or, or more off, and the whole left rear suspension was off once I hit the wall. So we were able to fix the tow length to make laps, but um, the way the car was, was handling wasn't very good. But um, up to that point, I felt really optimistic. I just have to learn how to be a little less excited, I think, and just ease into it because that seems like, you know, Bristol dirt when we first went there, I hit the wall. So just got to do a better job on my end to not be an idiot. Yeah, well, hey. Thank you. Trevor must have been just listening. Uh, not Trevor, but uh, William, because I, that's what I just said. Let the car come to you. Work up to speed. Learn where you can, you know, uh, maybe step on it a little bit harder. Um, uh, and places maybe you need to just kind of get through the corner best you can. And then, you know, put your head down and, and get on to getting on. But, uh, yeah, road courses are like it, especially street circuits, because, you know, all the different pavements and bumps and manhole covers and stuff. Uh, and as rubber gets laid down, lines change. Um, and talk about, you know, one-lane racing. You get off in the marbles, and you, you really, <laughs> you're really going to have a car that doesn't turn or brake or do anything that it's supposed to do. So I'm just really glad to see that Chicago came off the way that did. I really appreciate Lee's comments because I would love to see them go back next year. And then maybe, um, you know, start the wheels turning uh, maybe uh, Julie, uh, you know, like they, they took her from Phoenix and put her in charge of the Chicago race, which I think was a huge success. And I think that uh, you're going to see a lot of fresh faces now consuming NASCAR. And again, their highest rated uh, NASCAR race in six years. Wow. That's big. That's really big. So I think the, the right track has been laid down and maybe they go, go to Chicago, back to Chicago next year, but they start laying the groundwork uh, and getting you know, another city in line and start that whole political process because a lot of politics and get that laid out. And maybe 2025, we go uh, to the streets of Denver. No, nah, I don't think that's going to happen. I'd love to see it, uh, you know, and I'll hear about it. You, you, you can tell you that. So uh, I don't know. We're pretty exciting stuff. But uh, I just, oh, really? Oh, my God. I think Sid, Sid is playing with the, with the clock today. Um, but a great show. Thanks all for tuning in and uh, go to racecentralmedia.com and uh, watch a TV show or wherever you, you may be listening around the country, around the globe. Uh, you know, find us, check your local channel for programming times and, and stations. And if uh, you like the Internet, boy, we're all over the Internet. And uh, but I always like to say easy is found at racecentralmedia.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh Hopefully, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. I know that uh, the World Outlaw show tonight uh, was rained out as Mother Nature continues to do her thing. Man, oh, man. Can't we just have like four or five weeks of good, dry, moderate weather, really, please? Uh, Keeping our fingers crossed for the Mahai Nationals, obviously, in a couple weeks. I look forward to seeing a lot of you out there. We'll get that TV show shot. And as I said, I think uh, the next TV show, we're going to throw a little... World Outlaws in there and some Aussie V8 supercars. That's very, very cool stuff. And we love covering it. So I think that's going to be on our docket. Again, we can't do what we do without all the great support from all of our great partners. You know, Dents by Hand, uh, Michael Hand, DentsByHand.com, Coyote Motorsports, 0% financing, one of the top 
Yamaha and CF Moto dealers in the country. Uh, Colpar's Hobbytown, uh, as I can call it, Fred's Place. Two locations to serve you in Colpar.com. And, of course, uh, North Star Liquor Superstore.com uh, on the web. We're taking a little drive, short drive. Drive a little, save a lot. Check them out on the web at North Star Liquor Superstore.com. Uh, yeah, watch some racing this weekend. There's going to be a lot of it. Uh, Indy cars will be back here in a couple of weeks. Of course, like I said, Mile High is a few weeks after that. So, uh, Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know who my favorite is. I'm surprised to see Martin Truex Jr. so far down the list. But, uh, you know, that's uh, as we say in professional sports, that's why we play the game. Wow. Uh, show went quick. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you here next week from 3 to 5. It's a drive. As I can say, watch Race Central TV. And uh, seriously, I'm throwing it out there. Uh, comments. Uh, would you like to see a, a NASCAR race in the streets of Denver, like Chicago? I think it'd be pretty cool stuff. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. And for Sid the Kid, who's pushing all the buttons behind the glass, and all of you uh, that, that are listening out there and watching us on TV, it is Race Central on the radio. Race Central TV and RaceCentralMedia.com. We'll see you next week.